When you don't feel motivated or creative, it can be tough to come up with content ideas, especially if you're alone in your business. Slumps are normal, but they can lead to less productivity and bad habits around time management. And we don't want that. That's why today we're giving you five hacks for finding content ideas so that you can stay consistent, maintain productivity, and keep the leads and sales flowing, even when you're not in the mood to deal with marketing. Sound good? Let's go. Hey you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for busy solopreneurs who want to improve their marketing productivity. Join us every Wednesday as we share actionable productivity and marketing tips to help you overcome those inevitable messy moments. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hello, friend. Welcome to episode 76 of the Messy Desk Podcast. I'm Megan Monahan, your content marketing coach. And I'm Teresa Safali, your productivity coach. So we all know that no matter how much planning and preparation you do, there will be messy moments when things go sideways. There will be times when things do not work out or times when you're in a funk and your creativity is blocked. That's life, right? But you got to keep things going, including your marketing. Sometimes these tough moments lead to more confidence and success. Other times, They lead to admitting failure, learning a lesson, and moving forward. Either way, these are growth opportunities. You'll keep going and be stronger for it. We're right there with you. It's happened to us. In fact, it's one of the reasons we started this podcast, to support you in your solopreneur journey and often remind you that you're not alone. Yes, yes, yes. With that in mind, today's topic is to offer help when life happens and, as a result, you're having a tough time with your content marketing. This isn't about being short on time and needing a content topic at the last minute. Instead, these are hacks for coming up with content ideas when you're in a slump. Time isn't necessarily the problem. You're struggling for whatever reason and can't seem to get motivated to figure out what content will work for your audience. And that can decrease your productivity and your morale. So let's do this. Okay. The first hack is one I've mentioned before, but with a twist. You're going to do searches using Google's autocomplete feature plus each letter of the alphabet. This is kind of hard to explain over a podcast, but I'm going to try. (laughs) You know, when you put keywords into Google search, sometimes you pause while you're typing and Google shows a dropdown of what it thinks you may be trying to type. These dropdown phrases are called autocomplete and they represent popular search terms. And that's how autocomplete is a way to generate ideas. But take it a step further. Type in a keyword plus a single letter of the alphabet. For example, I could type in content marketing A, and then I would type in content marketing B, and then content marketing C. (laughs) You get the idea. You want to go through the entire alphabet. Then you can start all over with a different keyword phrase and the alphabet. I've been doing this for years, but I love the name of the technique that the guys at Income School gave it. They call it alphabet soup. Anyway, this is perfect for when you're in a slump and even when you're not and you're just doing keyword research. I love this technique so much. And I can't believe you've been doing it for years and holding that away from (laughs) me. My goodness. Okay. So what's so great about it is first you're getting all of these content ideas for free. 
And second, it doesn't take too much effort or time. And you're discovering what people are searching for so that your time is better spent on topics that are of interest. It's a win for productivity as well as marketing. Definitely. Okay. So content idea hack number two is also related to Google. I mean, there's a reason that I called Google the best free research tool, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I've mentioned this hack before as well, but I had to include it again. I can't emphasize enough how many topic ideas you can come up with using Google search suggestions. These suggestions show up on page one after you enter your search term. So there's things like people also ask, and that's usually near the top of the search results page. And then there's also this section called related searches, and it's typically at the bottom of the search results page. Sometimes you'll also get related videos and related podcasts when you do a Google search. It really just depends on the topic. So if you like the suggestions that you see, you can click on them to get more ideas and additional insight. Of course, there are also all of the articles and content that appear in Google searches too. Those are also potential idea generators. You can try using other search engines as well. Google has a lot of users, so it has a lot of data, but definitely try using other search engines since they offer similar features. The content ideas you'll get this way are free, quick, easy, and backed by data. So this is another marketing productivity win. One thing I want to note here though, don't let the amount of content ideas with both of these hacks overwhelm you, right? Because that's a lot of data. Instead of being quick and easy, this could turn into a rabbit hole where one thing leads to another and you end up doing something you shouldn't be doing. But, you know, before you know it, that time's gotten away from you and, you know, it doesn't feel good. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Good point. Ideally, you'd be capturing these content ideas, fleshing them out and putting them in your content calendar. Then you have that calendar to fall back on when the poop hits the fan. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. (laughs) But if you're in a slump and barely scraping by, grab one idea and run with it. And that's what this episode is all about. All right. Moving on to the third hack, which is to use title or headline generator tools to find content ideas. There are plenty of free headline generators online. You don't have to download anything at all. It's like doing an online search. These tools often ask you for a topic or keyword. You put it in, then they spit out headline suggestions. I've found that even if you don't have a clue about a topic, looking at the headline results can spark content ideas. I'll put in a fairly broad word and see what the tools come up with. Not all of these tools are created equal. Some give you one suggestion and others require an email address. I usually don't bother with those. So I'm going to give you three different headline tools and we'll include them in the show notes and on our website. Okay. The first one is SEO Presser's blog title generator. Second one is called Tweak Your Biz title generator. And the third one is Content Rose headline generator. These three sites don't require an email address and they offer more than one headline per search, which is really helpful when you're looking for content ideas. This is a handy hack in that you get content ideas plus fairly decent headlines to use. I've played around with those. Remember, headlines are super important since people decide whether or not to consume content based on headlines. 
If a headline doesn't attract attention or pique interest, your content can go unnoticed. So you're getting two things done at once with this hack. And you know, I love that. (laughs) Okay. This next content hack is definitely more time consuming than the first three, but I still recommend it. And that's looking at other people's content in your industry. Looking at industry content can spark thoughts and help you come up with things you want to talk about. And these subject areas are often relevant to your audience too, since they are industry related. Obviously though, the idea here is to gather inspiration to jumpstart your creativity. We are not suggesting copying or plagiarizing. Exactly. Your content should reflect you, your experience, and your unique take on things. That's the purpose of having content in the first place. Anyway, back to using other people's content. Try looking at industry or competitor blogs, YouTube channels, and podcasts. You can also look at blogs, video channels, or podcasts from related businesses who support your industry. What I like to do is look at um, apps and tools or products. So these are not your competition exactly, but they serve your same target market. So an example would be like, for me, it would be BuzzSumo, Buffer, or CoSchedule. Also, I like to look at Amazon Books and online course websites like Udemy, Coursera, or Skillshare. Now, you don't need to consume all of the content that you find on these sites, all right? You're just going to check out high-level things like the topics, the titles and headlines, the descriptions, um, chapter headings, outlines, and even reviews or comments. Anything that can get your neurons firing and pointing you in a direction. Again, this is another potential rabbit hole situation. Consider blocking time off on your calendar and setting a timer for this hack. The last tip I'm suggesting is to splinter off a topic from an existing piece of your content. For this suggestion, you need to know what content of yours has been popular and has performed well. Then you use that content and come up with a topic to splinter off from it. The splinter topic becomes your content. This can work really well if you have a list post where you can turn one of the list items into a separate but related piece of content. Let me give you an example. We did an episode about five ways to promote your content. Any of those five ways could be an episode of their own. We talked about outreach, syndication, paid social sharing apps. Each of these is a candidate for another idea. It doesn't have to be a list post either. We had an episode where we briefly mentioned choosing marketing tactics when you're a solopreneur. When we reread that episode, because guess what? We follow our own advice. We thought that would be a content topic worthy of its own episode. Your existing content can be a really good resource for ideas. It really can. I actually reread my old content and often look at the comments to motivate myself and gather content ideas. Even if you aren't in a slump, these hacks for finding content ideas are actually also good uses of time and effort. That means they boost your marketing productivity. We love that. Of course, it's never ideal to do anything last minute. Like we've said, one of the podcast lessons we've learned is that planning ahead is key. We have a content calendar, and if we don't set time aside to choose our episode topics in advance, we definitely feel the pain. But although hacks aren't a substitute for planning and prep work, they're still good to have because we all know we're not always prepared 
and life happens. If you need help with content planning and strategy, be sure to check out the content strategy from scratch workbook available for download. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening and we will see you next Wednesday. That sounds really good, Megan. Even though I sound all craggly like a frog. <clears throat> Sexy. Kathleen Turner. Yeah, that's who I feel like today. <clears throat> I love adding words again. I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. <laughs> it never is.